Do you, do you want do you want to talk about the big news? Uh, should we Mike, talk about that want... after Mike does his thing? Well, yeah, Mike should probably do his thing. Mike, do your thing. Do I, am I doing a thing? Do a thing. Who am I anyway? You are <laughs> the host of this what? radio show. You're, you're the what? guy that does the thing. And oh, you, you're don't the disappoint sex. us. Why, why, why is it that, that we have to wait for me? It just because seems it seems like too much power. That's it, a very good question, Mike. One no, that we'll bring up at our meeting. No, I, no, I can't start a football game without a kickoff. And Mike's he's our quarterback. I, I, you just got to wonder wait you know, if any of the wait other wait 23 on, people, if they would have Hey, been don't judge me. I don't watch sports ever. Okay. So. Okay. We're good. Because, <laughs> never mind. Anyway. It, 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 moving on. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. So I'm going to do, I'm, I'm kicking off then. That's what you Yes. yes. Kick I'm off, waiting, Captain. I'm waiting for the clips. Come on. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much, the kickoff of internet football podcasting or something. My name is Mike, and I am your host. Go team, go. On this fine sports-themed evening, which isn't sports-themed at all, I am joined, as always, by my good friends Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop and Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com. Gentlemen, how the hell are you? I miss you guys. I know. I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy inside because I haven't spoken to you for like two weeks. And I don't know, either. it's either that I miss you or that I just slammed a half a pint of Southern Comfort. One of the two. It's going to be both. I'm really, really happy right now. These things are not mutually exclusive, my friend. I'm I'm feeling a touch emotional, so I have a sneaking suspicion this is going to be one of those emotional, powerful podcasts. If you start touching yourself, I am going to be... Well, I was going to say disappointed, but (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to get the message telling me, liar. (laughs) Save your lies, mister. You will not tell me that. No, but... um, no, there has been some huge events, and I, I, I'm, you know, in the last couple of weeks, in in all of our lives. I mean, Joel probably stands at the forefront of that. Not probably, mm-hmm. definitely stands at the forefront of that. I think we should probably get those things out of the way before we break into our. We actually have a, a topic tonight, guys. Believe it. Or Oddly not. enough. So, um, should well, we say? I, should we say? I, I can make it easy for me. I, my the the things that have been happening for me are not quite ready for public consumption yet because they are uh, there are people in my life that don't need to hear them so i uh, we, we will save mine for another time so we're not <laughs> so, supposed to talk about the sex change yet it's i mean they got to get the hormones right once oh, that you know okay. i'll have the pictures i mean but yeah not just gotcha. yet gotcha all right okay i won't say anything i'll edit that out okay <laughs> <laughs> but um joel yes sir if you would be so kind. So I think the the easiest way to broach this is just to come out and say it. Um, I bought new shoes. And they are not orthopedic. And they're not. They're they're uh, Doctor Scholl's baby, Doctor Scholl's. That's you all know, I'm gonna I, say. I, I bought a pair of New Balance, but I have now since switched because of my age. It's I've switched from like running shoes. To like old man walking shoes, which is which is sad. I thought you were going to say the uh, you were going with the Vibram five finger. At least, no. <laughs> at least he bought the right brand. That's the same pair. I mean, a bad back, a little overweight. Yeah. Okay, a little, yeah. little, maybe a little more than a little. Um, 
I wear my daughter, New Balance. My daughter is awesome. currently disowning me. She's like, she's like, who got grandpa's shoes? I'm like, those wow. are my shoes. Do they oh, have Velcro? No. She's like, do we need to go sign you up for burial insurance? Uh, here's here's how you fix it. She's you cute get, like that. You get a pair of uh, My Little Pony shoes with Velcro. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Your family I, leaves you alone from that point. I I, it, that, I don't know if they make a 13 wide and My Little Pony. You know what? I'm going to look, though. They're, they do. Because I'll rock them. <laughs> I'll rock them every um, day. I, I bought I, an 11 and a half, so I can't imagine that extra inch and a half is meaningful, although... Right. I, I will tell you. It is. I will tell you the best place to buy New Balance. I've been buying the same shoes for now for five years. I buy black, triple E wide, twelve and a half New Balance shoes, and they. That's always, exact. We could wear the same shoe. They. Oh always, my god! You guys are adorable. They we're gonna, always we're trade. always have them at Kohl's. Fantastic. There is actually, and this is by the time this publishes, there was a fire sale today from a <laughs> company. Um, <laughs> Not not to be said ironically, that's actually what they called it. But uh, all New Balance shoes were thirty five dollars. I can send you the link if you'd like it. Send it. I'll buy like yeah. six pair right now. They're normally right. like seventy nine dollars or something. They're normally yes. more. <laughs> They're normally more. Okay, so the oh. the big news with that, wait, go, Joel. Yes, I apologize, and I have to do this shout out. There's a gal named Weiwei on Instagram who does some really cool stuff, and she her her day job is um, working for New Balance. I, I think she does graphic design for them. Um, but she also um, does some really cool stuff on Instagram and designs some just crazy cool patterns and and whatnot. And the whole New Balance thing, you know, reminded me of her. And she was um, so generous to offer me a discount on New Balance shoes. So, oh, that's really nice. Anyway. Cheaper than $35 a pair? No, but, you know, I think it was like 10% off or 15% off or something. It was pretty cool. All right, now that I've got that out of the way, the important stuff, let's let's let Joel, why don't you really tell us what's going on? So, okay, so uh, I'm going to lead you into this with a with the timeline because it gets a little strange because of the particular circumstances. We bought a house in November. December was a wash for getting anything meaningful done because our business takes off. So, starting in the beginning of uh starting in the beginning of January, I started working like meaningfully working on the house and getting things ready, things painted, floors, you know, the various things of such and things. So the end result is that we didn't move in until about two weeks ago. Okay, whatever that puts us at. I'm guessing somewhere around the 15th, 12th, somewhere in there. So, um, you know, that kind of puts us, you know, into the just moved in realm of things. Mm-hmm. While we're doing that, we're packing up at the old house. The old house didn't really have a huge timeline. The The, the owner of that house that we had been renting for 10 years wanted to sell it. And uh, and so we, we kind of had the luxury of putting all our stuff in boxes, calling movers, and getting the stuff over to the new house, literally six miles away. Nice. Yeah. So it was working great and fantastic. And and right before I was going to Izzy's, uh, I was supposed to leave on Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, I did one last final run at the house, tightened it up. We were supposed to be 14 degrees here in Georgia. Our houses are not built for 14 degrees. So kind of made everything nice and right, and we were keeping that house at around 55 degrees. 
Uh, we get a phone call at about 8.30 and 9.30 at night saying our house blew up. And were we okay? And the answer was, yes, we were. And I questioned the sanity of the person that was calling me. So uh, we run over there, Margo in her flip-flops, me in a t-shirt and jeans. And sure enough, our house that had 90% of our stuff uh, in it, including my Jeep and tools and all sorts of stuff, uh, was a hundred percent, like, like a hundred percent consumed by the time we got there and we got there pretty quick. I mean, once the explosion started from the various things that were in it, oxygen tanks, you know, gas, things like that, propane tanks. Um, so the house was a hundred percent lost. Now there's a couple of good things that happened out of this. A, I don't have to move, right? So, so there's a slight silver lining to that. I would, I would give that a little bit more than a slight silver lining. I, that's probably on the top of my list of things I don't like to do. Right. It's the third. I mean, there's painting, plumbing and moving. Right. So, right. So, so there, there are a couple of things now obviously on the downside, um, while we can replace almost everything, there were a lot of items that were um, a shared experience with my wife and I, or even before uh, her graduation, my various achievements and things like that, uh, our children's achievements and, and uh, you know, things that, that were passed down to us from uh, you know, from other family members. Um, so we lost a whole bunch of stuff and it's been a crazy time trying to figure out all that. And, uh, it's, it's honestly, there's the first three, four days were just Margo looking at me real quick and saying, you know, what we don't have and whatever that thing was. And, and it was never like, gee, I just really love that crock pot. It was always like, you know, I have my photo album of when I was in high school and it's gone or my yearbooks or, uh, John's baby's photos or Tori's, uh, trophies or whatever it is, things that don't exist anymore. So, uh, without, without giving you too much of a sob story on that thing, it was a very painful and crazy time. So we're now about uh, eight, eight, nine days since that happened. And uh, we've had a huge outpouring of support from folks. Um, and they got us, you know, everything that we could think of, bath towels and hangers and all the stuff you don't think about. Uh, the good news is, and and honestly, this is, the, there's two huge, three giant pieces of good news. A, nobody was there, right? B, we bought a house. We have somewhere to stay. Heat, roof, the whole bit. Uh, and then the last uh, is that we had insurance. We had renter's insurance uh, on that property for the last, I don't know, eight years. And almost canceled it the week before by the way, uh, it, uh, because we were, we, Margot, I, and I actually just blew her off because she's like, you know, I got a reminder from them saying that 
you know, we both have, we have, we now have homeowners and renters. Should we cancel one? And I was like, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Kind of a thing. And my cheap ass probably would have been like, yeah, go ahead and cancel it. What do we got over there now? So, um, so yeah, so we got some valuables out. Obviously I was making that last run because I didn't feel, I wanted to make sure that Margaret was set up before I left for my, my workcation over at, uh, Swan Studios um, for the next, you know, three, four days and something happened. I don't know what, nobody knows what, nobody will ever know what, because there's nothing left to investigate the, the house as a whole, uh, where it once was, uh, everything fell into the basement, the roof to the, you know, the mid floor, the mid floor to the, to the basement. And, um, there's, you think that you could go through it and salvage things, but there's, it's 0%. Mm. uh mm. for salvaging things yeah we um for those of you who aren't on some of the social media plat- platforms that we are on joel shared some pictures in one of the groups and it was literally nothing and i saw the jeep and i almost got teary-eyed yeah, um, yeah i didn't i didn't but i did you guys all oh, you jerks uh, when you were the the item i won't get into details that's up to you joel Oh, the no, no, no. I'll the, talk about it. The item that your son, that was returned yeah. to your son. So that's, I, that's Hudson. Cr- I am not afraid to admit I cried. Oh, I, it was. I it cried was... in an office full of men. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually had a friend of mine looked over at me. I was sitting there and I was, you know, watching the video online. And the the initial reaction was one of, you know, oh, the, you know, look at this. And then, then the, 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 then the. Then the part of, oh, my God, I really have it back set in. And I was like, okay, <laughs> we're going. This isn't choke-up time. This is sobbing like a baby. So, And I look so, over, and there's people that I work with going, dude, everything all right? I'm like, come watch this. They're like, uh. So, yeah, you had more than me crying. There were actually coworkers of mine that were crying as well. So, so I did. Um, so one of the things that I don't, I don't know how to explain – like when you have personal loss, there's a thing, right? You feel bad. You have those things. When one of your children comes up to you and because life sucks on occasion and says, hey, this sucks, you feel very bad for him. So my son has, since his, since before he was born, he had a friend. His name is Hudson. And Hudson's a little blankie with a little, little they're called loveys. Uh, I just found that out, by the way. Uh, they're called lovies. They're little itty bitty pieces of blanket with like a bear head attached to it. And Hudson's been around forever. And John doesn't really use Hudson all that much, although he is near. And when things get a little stressful around the place, he occasionally retreats back to, to Hudson. And so, um, so we thought we lost him. And I had envisioned in my brain that I had grabbed him out of the garage because it was on top of a box I pulled out of Margo's car so we could haul some more crap. Like, you know how the crap that you get in the car because you have children? Yep. I usually just throw that into a box, set it in the in the garage, and then, and then load up her car with stuff, and then I'll sort through that box to see what's important to put back in the car. Hudson was one of those things. So, but I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I grabbed Hudson out of that. So, but I c- we could we can find it anywhere for a whole week. And so I offered up a reward. Anybody that could find me a replacement for Hudson, 
um, I would offer $250 reward. And Paul Desmond, uh, of all people, found a lady on one of his on one of his friends that he shared the post. And Hudson was was there was Hudson 2.0, exactly the same bear. It's been out of production for eight years. In the the time that it was FedExed overnight, because that's what I did, uh, from Pennsylvania. I was working on our new property and I went to get in the truck, which I haven't used in two weeks. And I started it because it's diesel. It was a cold day. I wanted to start it up for the guys that were working with me. Looked down at the floorboard and there's Hudson. So we have backup Hudson now and we have Hudson. Backup Hudson's in the safe, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Hudson Hudson is is out and snuggled with my son right now. And it is the only, he came up to it once we explained how the fire was and everything like that. And he was getting a seven year old brain wrapped around those things. Now we got a lot of his stuff from the house because it was easy to get them set up because, you know, I can rough it with, you know, six underwear where it was much easier just to pack up all the kids stuff and get it kind of transported over so that they felt like it was a home. So we got a lot of things, but Hudson was uh, missing, and we didn't have a good answer for him. We're like, "No, I'm sure he's fine. I'm, we're just we we don't know exactly where he's at. We'll find him, you know, playing it nonchalant." But he was like, he knew, like like there's a point when you look at your parents, like you're full of shit. Mm. You know, you know that bear burns. Santa Listen, Claus. mofo, you better right, yeah. <laughs> you better level with me. Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Jack Frost. Yep, yeah, I I hear you. So. So uh, just a few days ago, uh, we took Hudson and I waited till my mom, my wife got home, and and everybody was was ready. And then I knew this was going to be an important event, so I went ahead and vi- I don't videotape anything with my family. I don't know why. It's just I'm. It's not a thing for me. I know people that videotape everything, but. Uh, but yeah, so I videotaped this one little one-minute section of Margot giving John Hudson back, and uh, it it was one of the sweetest moments ever, and it was just it was a it was that it was the of all the shitstorm that happened, this was like the sun speak you know kind of squeaking out between the clouds mm-hmm. this was that thing and i don't i don't know it just was a symbol of you know we were all in i mean i was yeah honestly 250 if somebody was like you know what i got i got one and and we couldn't find hudson and somebody's like you know i'm sorry i can't part with it without a thousand dollars i was sold a testicle i mean it was i would have i would have whatever i needed to do to get that stupid bear yeah. because it was just the it was just the thing. Like if I'm just anything, not to cut you off, but can you really get a testicle sold for a thousand dollars? Like I, is that a I, thing? I, it's thirty five thousand dollars. Well, then for, I would keep the for a testicle. 000. Yeah, because I got two of them. Yeah, 
That's right. 70 G's I'm walking around with. And you're married and you don't need them anymore, so why not? Uh, right. I didn't need them before that. <laughs> I can't think of anything that he do other than itch. No, I, I, honestly, I don't think you can. There was a television show at some point. I remember there was a, a news article that came across my my feed. I read about a gentleman who was talking about selling a testicle, and the, the number they had placed on it was 35000 I don't know how. Yeah, because that changes a lot for the middle class. Like, because... If right. you sell your balls, for you get 70 Gs, and then you can't have kids, so you just get to keep that money. I mean, it's... Right. <laughs> well, that, you could, or you could just sell one and buy a nice truck, you know, so... Yeah, no, no. If you, <laughs> listen, this is America, goddammit. If you're going to do something, go all the way. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. You know, there are, a few, there are a few people out there that probably don't need, don't deserve them, so why not? I, then, like I said, this is a win for the middle class, you know. The Trump administration should be doing this. Forget the tax cuts. Put a value on balls. But what, what was uh, uh, a chicken in every pot? So it would be a t- you know like a testicle in every hand. Something you know, sure. Well, I know I that, I know that there's a, there's some really weird ways to make money. Now that we're talking about that, um, like you can go work for NASA and, and like lay in a bed for six months and make twelve grand, or. Um, I forget what it was. I, I remember very, very distinctly finding that unique and looking up because I'm a data collector. I was, I started looking up things that you know, strange things that you can do to make money, and you know, they they literally have all kinds of weird things. And I think that uh, one of the, I think if I remember right, it was NASA, and you like, literally stay in a bed for six months, and you know, they they see what it does to you. Yes, yeah, I think go back to the 1950s when they were paying you, you know, like the CIA would pay you a bunch of money and then just drug you with LSD for. You know, 30 days at a time. Yeah, they find you wandering around the compound with no clothes on, you know, trying how's, to I'm make not, chicken sounds. How is that a bad thing? I, I don't see it. No, no, I'm just saying, if someone would pay me for that, I'd, I'd be up. Like, I might yeah, do that, too. Have a good time. I, I'd do that and lose the testicles, and I would be I'd be very happy. Yeah, when you came out of it, you'd have 35 grand in your pocket. You'd be like, where's my ball? And everybody would be like, who cares? Who cares? Well, so. Joel, Joel I'm, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people when we when we all say we, in, in, in some form or fashion we felt your loss. And there's a lot of concern and there's a lot of talk about you and, and your situation in the community. Yeah, you know, and I have to tell you, being uh, in Izzy, you'll, you, I think both of you will probably fully understand this. That's probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Yes, I understand. Because because it's it's that's not you know Izzy myself Mike we're all uh, we t- generally take care of people you know that's our that's our gig like we, yeah. we just you know the receiving end of that is not right. the uh, yeah it doesn't feel it doesn't feel normal <laughs> right so so it, it was a it was a I some of my you know. The, it was uh it was it was a tough set of events that that led to you know i've got i've got amazon packages that are lined up you know at the door from people sending us stuff and 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 we had friends that you know hosted a party and i wonderful you know it's but you know to to it's a very strange and and i again i can't stress how um, I hate because it makes me sound like a dick, but it's just, it is a very uncomfortable and awkward position to need to have somebody buy you underwear. Um, you know, two because, thi- two you know, things. Just, that's C. As long as I get the alpaca thong, 
that's you know you just got to know that's what I'm rocking. Actually, I I already bought those for you, even though you didn't have a fire. <laughs> uh, in the event. In the event. Yeah. Um, mm. Given enough friction, I, I won't need that much room in the in the in the uh, the holder though, because <laughs> the testicles are going up for sale soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but sorry, uh, Izzy, you were saying? No, I um I'm distracted now, but no. I was going to say, you know, two things about what Joel just commented about, you know, feeling like a a dick about the situation. And I wanted to kind of clarify a little bit. First of all, um, being in an uncomfortable situation, something you're not familiar with, something, in fact, that you're, you know, live your life in verse of, um, I I don't think that's a bad thing. And and the the secondly, you know, I mean, I I understand it. And I think that everybody else would understand that as well. And secondly, even though our mantra is "Don't be a dick," the three of us are pretty much dicks. So, yeah, pretty much. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure that would be widely disputed. <laughs> so. It's just it's been a it's been an interesting uh, couple of weeks, and uh, but you know things move on, mm. and you know we have a new microwave. I, again, I I don't. There's very few things that I can complain about because. You know, think about how many people go through tragedies, whether it's, you know, landslides from flooding or fires or earthquakes, or there's a million other things that don't have the insurance we had, right? Mm -hmm. That don't have the support system that we have, which is amazing. And that don't have, you know, that second home that we just happen to have. So, Mm -hmm. like, like in, in, everything said and done uh it was just a very emotional thing like there wasn't there wasn't a very big uh physical impact to our life or won't be like Mm -hmm. like what could take several years for somebody to recover will take us several months you know to to get things back to you know where i'm not going crap i don't have any diagonal pliers i need to go get some diagonals Mm -hmm. you know kind of a thing it's funny that well, the, you say the that. The thing is, though, is that it. Go ahead. Is it? No, no. Go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say. I mean, it's you know. The, first of all, when Izzy says, um, you know, he speaks for everybody that, that you know he, he he can say that the majority of us felt your pain or understood what you were going. Through. I, I can tell you with absolute certainty, I I don't, and and I don't want to. Um, I you know I I don't uh, I, that you know I I can empathize and, and be sympathetic and all, but the. Um, before I had children, people used to tell me, you know, you won't know what it's like to have kids until you have your own. And I used to think they were idiots. And then I had kids and I was like, oh, my God. They, they were, you know, absolutely true. Like, you, you have no idea what it's like to have a child until you have one, right? Um, you don't understand loss until it happens to you. And that type of thing is, you know, it's it's not devastating the way you know, losing a child or you know all the other number of things that could have been awful about this scenario did, but you know it, it's it's bad. The the thing is though is that you know yes you have it better than other people, but your reality is still your reality. You know you you have this you had a thing you whatever that thing is you had you know a, a house a family member a, you know whatever whatever your loss is. And, and when that happens to you, yeah, you may have it better than other people, but you still have it bad for you. So, you know, the, the process of grieving that and kind of, you know, taking that in, 
a community like ours can actually be really hard for people like us because I'm I'm myself, you know, just like you said, I'm the kind of guy when something's bothering me and something's wrong, I don't talk about it until it, I have to be able to make sense of it to myself first. Like it, it has to, I have to be, I have to be absorbed in it. I have to be able to think about it. I have to be able to deal with it before I can then communicate that, whatever that is out to anybody else. And sometimes that never happens. You know, it just, sometimes you just internalize it and you deal with it and, it and you move on. Sometimes you say it out loud to some people, but it's usually long after the fact. So, you know, with a community like ours, who is absolutely amazing in every way, shape, or I mean, the number of people that just, you know, can't wait to get and help and, and do and, is stunning but sometimes you just need to kind of grieve in private like you just have to you know you got to take that in and and make it something that that makes sense to you somehow you know and 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 deal with the anger deal with the you know the the rage the embarrassment that whatever feeling you have you got to cut that free and and so you can face the world again because you know, it's it's hard to do. So it's you know, when you I say, t- "Hey, I'm I being a, a dick," right. you know, you're not being a dick. You're just being human. Like you, you know, sometimes you just need to sit and be like, "Eh, I just had to work this out." You know, like I'm good now. Um, you know, I wasn't good six days ago. Uh, but well, that's because it, you know, this is just it's too fresh. So it's funny that you you say this because I wasn't going to make like this felt very personal to me. Because you know, a a person, if a person dies, and and I I I have had a mother die, I've had all my grandparents, I've had uncles, aunts, you know, the whole bit. We've had some very tragic losses. Mm. Um, uh, but those are shared. Like people have, like my mom's friends have different feelings about her than I did because she was my mom. Yeah. Or you know, those were all fairly sh- shared, while different grieving points like you could commiserate with each other and there's a lot of what we felt you know margo and i uh things that don't you know that there's nobody else will understand you know that margo's you know cap and gown are gone and like Mm -hmm. everybody would be like who cares you know things like that or you know her 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 letters from her brother who is no longer with us you know things things that you know, that are, people are like, okay, they were a memory and things like this. But, you know, it was just, it was a, it was just a very weird grieving for this was very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and still is. Uh, because and, and because will be. Still, yeah. It's yeah. Just, and it's that's, a, and, and, and I always like to reach out to people in places like that and, you know, just, um, you know, because I always, uh, you know, just the problem is, is that everything that I thought I could tell you just seemed, patronizing and you know there, there's just there was no good thing to say like, there's never a good thing to say yeah there's just no you know hey man love you is the best i can come up with and i think i sent that to you on a couple of occasions yeah. but that was just i you know there yeah i there I, is I, no good thing to tell somebody who's dealing with that because i you know there's nothing i can say that's going to make you get through that faster better um you know anything just know hey you know when you when you have your darkest days if you need a dick joke i'm here um right that's right. you know that's pretty much all I can offer, but that's yeah. There's what, what do you tell somebody in that situation? You just you know, hey. It's actually you. it's actually interesting because it became it became overwhelming the the support that I got, and again, I can't tell you how grateful I am at these things. In but I I had to I had to I had to get off Facebook. I had to get off Facebook, and I had to get off Messenger, and I had to let those things pile up because. 
every hour it was, you know, 10, 15, 20 people writing me these like paragraph long, two paragraph long things of either, either people that were grieving with me or telling me how that they had lost something. Uh, and, and they, these are all, you know, wonderful, heartfelt responses to it. Uh, and completely, uh, completely appropriate for this situation. But I I just say something about that real quick. (laughs) Well, well, yes, I know. I know what you're going to say. No, no, but, you uh, you may not, but I'm going to say it anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but when my uncle passed away, um, who my my, my mother has uh, a sister and three brothers, their oldest, you know, Uncle Leo, he passed away about two or three years ago. And I always noticed this, but for some reason it was particularly, um, it just really stood out to me at the time. And I, I notice it more and more now, and it... it it irritates me, but I understand it's just the way people communicate. If and I make everything about me, I'm gonna go ahead and say that first and foremost. And so I, this is I'm completely hypocritical, but people can't express like condolences without telling you how they had something similar happen to them, and no one wants to hear that. Like, I, listen, I'm glad that you know she. Oh, well, you know, my uncle died from uh, he had uh, um, pancreatic cancer. Everybody that had lost somebody with cancer of their ass had a story, right? It was just, you, you just like, well, you know, it, and everybody would come to the house and instead of just saying, hey, I'm sorry, you know, for your loss, give you a hug, you know, if you need anything, I'm here. Oh, well, you know, my, you know, I know exactly what you're going through. Blah, blah, blah. That is the least helpful thing you can tell somebody in a situation like that because they don't give a shit about you. <laughs> Not at that point. They, they, they might at some point, but hearing your story about how you lost or did this or did that, Completely and totally unhelpful. Um, and and it, you know, when you lead into stories like that about how you and and I and you know, all that, shut your goddamn mouth. No one cares. Just tell people you, hey, I'm really sorry for what you went through. Um, you know, blah blah. The, your story about what happened to you doesn't help people feel like they understand because all you're doing is making them relive the pain they feel every time they hear that story. And it's and you feel like you're being sweet and trying to make a connection, but. I mean, every time somebody would walk in my aunt's house, she, you know, hey, I'm sorry, blah, blah. She was fine with that because that feels comforting and good. But I lost so-and-so to this and blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's a, um, you know, it, it wasn't helpful because she's got to relive her pain while you're telling that story. It's like, it's just too much. So, hmm. so I, that I is all. I don't know that yeah, I necessarily I, agree I, with anyway, you on this I, one. I don't want to run... No, no. I, listen, I'm willing to be wrong. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. And it's, it's. Everybody has been super kind and super nice, and it, the, 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 the outpouring of support has been fantastic. And we are, we are doing fine. We really are doing, uh, doing well. We set up ourselves kind of for success in this weird way, and, um, and we're, we're sad for a number of things, and we will continue to be sad for those things. But the the nice thing is that we have, uh, you know, this this upward, onward kind of thing. Like literally, people are like, "Don't burn your bridges," um, <laughs> and and frankly, there is there is a, you know, there's a there's a a, a finality. There is a there is a you better keep moving forward, kind of feeling when you don't have anywhere behind you to go. So there are some there are some weird little benefits that have come out of this. I was gonna just um, 
I'd like right? to comment you on that, Joel. To sort through things, which is nice. That's a. Uh, and I don't have to throw away like a half dozen used computers, uh, uh, which is also nice. Um, but but yeah, so we you know we have a few things. We've got some furniture on the way, and 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 uh, we we bought a new mattress for ourselves. You know, just odds and ends that are a little weird and stuff. But yeah, so that's that's kind of my big news on on that front. The rest of it happens to be that we're you know we're working around the new property and. And uh, we'll save that story for a little later as we build out the missing digit woodshop uh, version yeah. three. Actually. Well, I'm gonna I, well, let's start. Yeah, you did. I'm gonna start by making a couple of comments. Is that cool? On the story just yes. told, or the topic On the that we're not On getting the story to? that <laughs> the story was just told. The topic we will probably will not reach tonight. So, which we should make some kind of sarcastic, you know, reference to at some point. Yes. Okay, are we ready? Yes, I think please. I think we should start every show with this like detailed list, like three things. Hey, we're gonna have these three topics, and we won't get <laughs> right. to any of them. Right, and never get <laughs> and to we, them. And, we, and and like make them really like specific. Like we're uh, we're gonna talk about uh, mitochondria and how it affects you <laughs> and we, uh, in the second half of the show. And then, and then we don't, uh, and then we never get to those. And it's like the, it's like the Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon. I am absolutely, I'm absolutely not giving up on the role playing. I'm going to bug the shit out of you guys until we do that at least yeah. twice a month. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so, um, yes, yeah, so, so Joel, the, go there's ahead, a couple Eddie. of things that, you know, that I thought right when that happened, first of all, obviously the, uh, the, the feeling of devastation was, was crazy and, you know, and, um, so I, the first thing I, I saw was the pictures of your house on fire. You know, and I, I saw that on the social on the social medias, and that just—I mean, I've been through that, and it just—I understand a lot about how that feels in in the different emotional processes that you go through. But almost instantly, my second thought was, "What a lucky guy to be in the situation that he was in when this how went with the house fire." I mean, your family was out of the house; you have a place to live. And, and yeah. I mean, I know I felt almost like a dick for thinking that because I'm thinking, how could a guy be lucky when his house burns down, right? But I mean, I don't know that there was a better situation to be in in, in that really devastating scenario. So, I yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're right. There were we, I focused on some valuables, my wife's some of my wife's jewelry and some firearms and a few other things that that you know we. We had, I would have focused, had I known those things all could be replaced, had I known I would have focused on a few other things, and then it would have been, like, not not perfect, but it would have been less devastating. Right. But but you're absolutely right. There, there, it's, I don't think, it was a very good set of circumstances that led to, you know, that, 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 uh, you know, allows us to kind of continue life almost normally. Yeah. You know, yeah. like there's, again, I and I said this before, but way luckier than so many people. Yeah. So, so, so it's, I, I don't have much of anything to complain about. Yeah. And I, I have a similar situation. I mean, I'm, again, we're going back to what we talked about earlier with, um, with Mike saying some guy's going to tell you a story. Well, here I am. I'm about to tell you a story. <laughs> of course you are. Um, so I just spent 15 minutes shitting all over you. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that subject, and because I think it's important that we Please. do. Um, 
we had a house fire up in um, up in uh, Gwynn, Michigan, and fortunately, it just it took out one. We had two garages. It took out one garage and part of a bedroom and a couple other places. So we were actually still able to live at the house while while we repaired it. Um, so it wasn't you know we were in, again a very fortunate situation. It could have been so much worse. You know, the, the kids could have been home when it happened. They weren't. Uh, there was a whole lot of things about it that just were on our side. So um, we were very fortunate in that situation as well. Um, but when you were commenting earlier, like when someone you, someone passes or something happens and people start telling you their stories, and I understand the irritation of it, especially when you're going through the emotional battle that you have to go through when these things happen, whether it's loss of a family <coughs> member or, or fire or, or something, you know, tragic accident. But it's also one of those things that, that it, it's, it makes us human. That's our commonality. It's like when we talk about things before where, you know, tragedies happen and these, these heroes arise. And Mike, you, you've commented on this several times about mm-hmm. how people, the best sides of people just come out, you know, because, and, and I think the reason that is, is because they understand loss. It, it's a commonality. It's, we don't, all, we can't always feel commonality with everybody. We all have different, you know, some are businessmen, some are rednecks, some are you know, entrepreneurs, people are, you know, millennials, whatever, but we all understand loss. So it gives us a commonality, a connection that makes us human. So when we have things that happen to us and people are eager to share their humanity with us, I don't know that it's necessarily the best situation. It's, you know, for most people uh, with some couth would probably not share <laughs> you know, their loss story with you if you're dealing with the loss mm-hmm. of somebody. But I, you would I understand it. <laughs> and you know what? I, as as um, as a higher form homo sapien thinkers, we should probably embrace that as people trying to share their commonality with us, not... Yeah, I, unlike, unlike Mike, I would tell you that I, I, I understand it. And I understand sometimes that that is misplaced, but it is what it is. Um, oh, I didn't say I didn't understand it. It makes complete and total sense to me why people do it, but, but it, that doesn't mean that you know. Well, so, I completely understand why why people you know throw old people downstairs, but that doesn't make <laughs> it right. <laughs> I've been I've been walking down the stairs behind somebody old and been like, oh, just. If I just shoved them, this would be over. But yeah, I mean, but that doesn't mean you do it. I mean, right. I can understand plenty, but that doesn't make it. Yeah, you know, so, that doesn't mean you should that, do it. So, we're coming. We're gonna. We're gonna do a full circle here. For me, it, it, well, no, it's no, almost flattering no, wait, wait, when people do that. Hold, hold on one second, because because I think I think we're the 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 if there is a fault, if there is a if there's anything in that, is that I didn't have like I'm. Like I have a couple of jobs in life. Like I take care of things. Like like if somebody is emotionally hurt, that something's not working or not right, then I just fix those things, because I find it just easier to fix those things than to talk about it mm. being not right. So that's generally how I work life. And then on top of that, I, um, it, it's uh it's it's my job provide you know do those things for the family, uh. And, and so if, if there's anything, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't, I would emotionally, I was at my like threshold, like, like man gets sandwich, man gets beer, man is happy. I was, I was well above that normal state, you know, of, of like, 
like like caveman. Like now I'm in the upper echelons of oh my god, this insane event happened. All these things now. So I was I was at the very top of what my threshold was to, to handle these things. So then then to interact with people was not their fault that they wanted to express their condolences and love for me. It was all me. I just I couldn't at some point I couldn't handle those those things. It's 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 a literal it's not you, it's me story. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and I'm not I'm not even criticizing that because that's that's a separate conversation. That's not what I'm talking about. The and this is um you know again I I don't get upset with that. I'm just telling people think about it because you shouldn't do it because the thing being is I, I know where again I I know where it comes before anybody sends me any hate mail. I understand where that comes from. People just. They want to keep talking to you because you're in pain and they want to help. And they don't have the skill or the template to be able to have a, you know, any type of conversation other than I know what you're going through, you know, but and here's my story, you know. So I, that and that's completely reasonable and it, it is done with the sweetest of intentions. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So but but people that are in those situations, they don't want to live your pain and theirs <laughs> is my well, point. Right. They just. That, it's a matter of perspective, too. If you look at it like somebody's trying to share their humanity with you instead of, hey, they're going to tell me the sob story. And, that's, and that's easy to think about when you're outside of it. Oh, but, you know, when, when you're sitting there and you've just lost everything that you've ever owned or, you know, you've lost someone that you've cared about deeply, I don't need to hear your story. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I, and I know, again, I know why you're doing it. Yeah. You, that's the way you know how to talk about this in this scenario. So I don't – I never criticize someone – in that moment. But when I see it, I'm just like, they just don't know better. You shouldn't do that. Like, I love you and I'm here for you. And Hey, you know, let's talk about stuff that's going on. You know, if you want to be a distract, but by the way, here's my pain too, is just a, it's a poor way to communicate to people who are, you know, some level of grieving is my only point. Sure. I'm willing to be wrong on that. I'm not saying that you are wrong. I'm just saying, you know, it's a matter of back at that, that whole thing of perspective, when, when I have, you know, um, and I, we won't get into details because it's not important, but we've gone, I've gone through some pretty nasty stuff in the last, short, you know, last uh, year or so. And I've had mm-hmm. those such a been on many of those situations this last year. And at the beginning of the year, I, I kind of felt your, I shared your sentiment towards it. And, you know, I began to, for me, I guess it began to kind of, um, I don't know. It almost became it almost became an endearing thing that people were sharing their stories. They're just trying to connect. They're trying mm-hmm. to share their loss, and I felt a lot different about it. Uh, I, feel, I guess I feel a lot different about it now than I than I did a year ago or two years ago. But and maybe that's just my my own head trying to rationalize it. I don't know. But you know. Well, and that's just. A, it's also a, you know you you. I mean, unfortunately, in the last year, you know, you've gotten you've gotten used to the grieving process. You know oh, what I mean? So it's yeah. not. It's not as open a wound for you when somebody comes up and starts telling you because you know you've you've unfor- you know, again unfortunately you've had experienced that pain pretty pretty frequently you know what I mean yeah. so it's just yeah and I, I guess so, you're yeah, right so, I guess so you're that's right. that's so I mean it comes it's almost like you, I'm always right it's one of the best things about me except for the fact that you're not <laughs> so, except when I'm not right. <laughs> like I said I I'm willing to be wrong I'm willing to be proven wrong I, I just, no. I, I want to kind of get off the subject. If, if, and if, sometimes I just say things to be a if, dick. If Joel, 
Yeah, Joel, if, if you're if you're ready, um, I'd like to you know talk about a different side of humanity, um, and and talk about some of that stuff. If if you're ready, if you have other things you'd like to say, I'll shut up and let you finish them. No, I I mean it's it's been a it's been a, a we can you know we could we should revisit this later, as I because I'm always up for learning no matter what the you know no matter what the circumstances are. Uh, I I am like you, kind of a collector of interesting and unique things, and and it's it's nice to have. It is not nice necessarily to go to, through certain events, but it is nice in the end to have the wisdom that comes from those things. So uh, I, the only thing I can tell you right now is get if you're renting a place, uh, you better have you know renters insurance. It's stupid cheap. And it makes it makes for a much better life in case of a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, if if there's anything I can tell you, if you're if you're buying a house or have bought a house, keep keep the homeowners insurance because it's just I couldn't imagine having these things where where you are your last. Not only do you lose everything, but your means for retaining or getting those basic necessities back is is. Uh, it isn't there uh you know it's it's yeah. you're gonna it just it's a bad mm. bad place like our I, like our i feel like i should i feel like we're breaking into a jake from state farm thing i was just gonna yeah, say like our amazing host he always sounds says, hideous don't take advice from a bunch of weirdo woodworker makers yeah but um if you're not insured uh do it part-time life insurance you know rent, homeowners insurance rental insurance because you know what guys life happens all the time to to all kinds mm-hmm. of people, and you could be next. Apparently, life explodes on occasion. Apparently, yeah. So. Sometimes the universe oh. just comes along and shits right in your mouth. Speaking of explosions, <laughs> can I tell you a very funny thing that I learned this Absolutely. week? Absolutely, sure. Uh, you, you mean you want to add levity to tonight's conversation? <laughs> no, what, yeah, I know. Sorry about that. Uh, I, this got really dark. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so. Uh, so no, and, I, and I'm sorry, I'm, listeners. This yeah. is supposed to be about YouTube's changes. Maybe I've said too much. The podcast about life, right? Yeah. So so uh, so I, we're clearing out land here, and somebody planted one bamboo uh, t- fifteen years oh, ago. Now seven thousand bamboos. So now I have yeah, I have like an acre and a half of it. So, uh, uh, so interesting note when you're cutting the stuff down, a, it does not like going through a chipper, like, like a residential chipper thing, uh, because it just, it doesn't, it, 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 it is, it will destroy your hand as you're trying to push it because it resonates with the thing. Anyway, Mm. so that's not the cool thing. So the cool thing is if you burn it, because we've been having a burn pile go at this house. Like I, I took the tractor, I dug a big pit and we've been throwing, like I have weeks and weeks of burning to do here, just leaves and debris and small tree. Anyway, so if you put a green bamboo in a fire, do you think about bamboo in a structure? It whistles. No, it explodes. Does it really? It sounds like we threw a hole on the very first thing because we got better at this. And the very first thing I threw like like twenty pieces on it, which means each piece had like nine or ten segments that were under the heat, right? Because these things are twenty feet long, the the pit for this is only like six feet wide, 
So we just, you know, I figured burn through, we'd throw in the stuff that was hanging over the edges. You know how this works. Mm. You know, uh, they explode. Don't burn. They explode yeah. like a shotgun. Well, that's because they're like an air compressor full of air in those pockets. Yes. And when you heat yeah, them air up. Air and steam. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like like a, a, an Asian conflict. Joel, next time before you burn anything, call me first. I can I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me what it, what's going to happen. I... Uh... <laughs> I, I was I was actually kind of hoping you were getting ready to say that the uh, the missing digital woodshop now with the bamboo series uh, of of products I was convinced you were going to be coming out with that since you have a zillion no, I, acres I'm, of I'm I'm seriously thinking that I should go in the bamboo fishing fishing pole uh, business or mm. or the um, uh, you know IKEA style uh, tiki bar. So we could. Izzy will turn that shit into something. You can send all that up there. I was just going to actually, that's funny that you mentioned that. I was just going to tell you don't burn it, stack it, let it turn yellow, and I will come pick it up and turn it into furniture. So. Oh, God, that's so much work. Okay, don't just just cut it down and leave it where it lies, and I'll take care of it from there. Well, it's in, and I'll I'll have plenty of it. All I got to do is wait apparently three weeks and it'll be back at 20 feet high. At the hobby. So all you have to do is basically just cut it at at the hobby. You have to cut each piece at the knuckles and then throw it in. Yeah. You go to any hobby store in the north, northern part of the hemisphere, they sell that stuff. They'll have a little packet of them for like three of them for like 12 bucks. So I'm telling you, you're doing it wrong. Get on eBay. Apparently, pack them in three, sell them for eight bucks. It'll be good. Yeah, it's yeah, everywhere I could, here. I could give you all the bamboo sprigs you ever wanted. It wouldn't. The, uh, no, thank you. The nice thing about being so, a- yeah, so yeah, so that's that's the that's the the cool thing that I found out just the last couple of days. In fact, there was like a, I don't know, there was like a two and a half inch thick one, you know, that was probably like forty feet tall, uh, and I was on the other side of the property, and I I came running over because I thought one of my guys, uh, had like slip fall with the gas can in their hand or something <laughs> i i don't know yeah because because it was oh it great was someone's like, dead <laughs> right i thought like an aerosol can got pushed in or something i don't know i but all of a sudden bam and i'm like oh my god somebody is either dead or the cops are coming and we wish we were oh, no. or both so or something so yeah so it's crazy so don't uh don't burn green bamboo folks mm. And if you can stack it 15 foot in the air and leave it there till it turns yellow, Izzy will swing by into your house one day. And pick it up and, so, yeah. and turn it into tiki huts and sell them for $5,000 a piece. Jesus. Yeah, just harvesting the crap. You'd have to pay me $3,000. Oh, I'm telling you, tiki huts. Oh. Dude, you can, drive, you can drive a quarter mile in any direction and see just miles of that you, stuff where I live. You, like it's just everywhere. You, North Carolina has a lot of business people. opportunity. Right. Guys, business opportunity. Four by eight tiki huts with a bamboo roof and a few bamboo accents on it with some pine stock from the Home Depot. You can sell them all day long for $5,000 around lake communities, um, upper class lake communities in, in, in South Carolina, in Georgia, up along the coast. Hey, don't throw that. Don't, I guess I just don't gotta, I guess, quit I guess throwing I money away. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're telling me the way to get Izzy to actually talk into his goddamn microphone for a change? <laughs> start talking about throwing bamboo on the fire? No, start talking about throwing money away. I'll talk into the microphone. I'll yell at you. 
he's got that he's got the microphone inside of him now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. So, so yeah, so the so the uh you know, you have the tips and tricks of things. Uh and then um uh, I think the only other notable event uh no, I think we've covered them all. <laughs> so what what have you guys been doing? Well, we got uh, we got four uh, minutes for the, for the rest of us. <laughs> I was going to talk about my entire last week, but I think maybe we ought to save that for oh, another podcast. Actually, I think I think we do need to talk about that a little bit. Uh, at least give us a t- preview from for next week because I was supposed to be there and I missed it, and I that's one of the things I most regret. Um, I I put new shoes on the car. Do you guys have to go to bed anytime in, in, soon? <laughs> I, I mean you can uh little, i mean my little teaser my day was good i had uh i had uh half naked lunch with a friend Ooh. um yeah that's pretty much wait it. let's talk about that <laughs> well he's not that hot oh never mind so. skip it <laughs> <laughs> and the mood's over all i can think about right there now is go. joel in a thong roasting marshmallows over a fire uh with exploding with bamboo. exploding bamboo that's right. So, Jeez. so obviously, I can't think I, of anything that sounds more like America. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh dear Lord, America, goddamn! Oh Jesus, <laughs> help me, Lord. <laughs> we speak American. <laughs> Speaking, oh, you were saying, Joel? No, I, you were I, saying, I, Izzy? I, I, I want Izzy. I want Izzy to I, at least give us a quick overview that because I, I really would like to hear about his. Uh, also the accepting of amazing help. Yeah. It, it, so humbling. And I, well, I'm not going to get into details, but um, we had talked about, I, with a friend of mine, I had talked about asking for some help to come up because, you know, we, as many people know, we had trouble getting contractors. It was just a, a whirlwind of black cloud events over here at uh, Swan Dive Studios. And um, so I reached out to the Toolmasters Association and I'd asked for some help. I said, hey, look, you know, January 15th, we'd like to invite it. And I figured two, three guys might respond, you know, and um, the, the, uh, the, we had, I mean, Gary Jones flew in from Utah. I had uh, James flew or drove up here 24 hours on the road from, from Louisiana and several guys that drove, you know, 16, 17, 20 hours to get here. We ended up with, I think, through the course of the week, over 15 different individuals from all over the country. Um, and it was, we made friends here that you you will never be, you can't replace. You know, it was an incredible experience. Uh, we got a lot done. Uh, normally, when you throw this kind of many personalities and this kind of into the mix of things, it's it's really easy to get lost in the confusion. But these guys were on, on point. Um, we got... We got the major part of the framing done in the studio. We still have to put up a catwalk and a pirate ship, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but we got the major part of the, the, the construction side of things. I'm sorry. Hold, hold on a second. We got to back up a little yeah. bit. Catwalk, I understand. Yeah. Uh, did you say pirate ship? Yes, pirate ship. You've seen pictures of this, Joel. This shouldn't be news. Uh, well, we're no, gonna get a little. I know we're gonna we get a little more elaborate with this one than the last one, but yes, pirate ship, right. robots walking on the ceiling, disco balls, surround sound system that'll make a movie theater ashamed of themselves. Yes, this is my wood shop. I I am obviously doing my shop wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you're in the process of building it, so yeah, I know. Now I'm gonna change step everything. Step up your game, Biash. Anyway, be like, a- 
Izzy, I I call you out. <laughs> Any it yeah. Anyway, the, it was an amazing experience. Um, I, I I you know I would like to go through and name everybody and talk about their personalities and everything that they did. Oh please God don't. But I'm not. Um, I'm going to do something very s- simple. I'm going to say uh, thank you to all of you who came up here and the amazing work and the amazing week. And um, this is one of those weeks that you have that you wish would never end. Um, but you're glad it's over because <laughs> you're just exhausted by the end of the week. I mean, like Monday, I, I shut everything down. I didn't do anything on Monday. Um, of course, I had the flu too, so that helped. But um, it was an amazing – it was a – I, I can't, I don't have words because I, I'm, I'm not like Mike. I'm not an emotional creature. So <laughs> I don't know quite how to describe it, but there, I made friendships this week that will not be ever replaced. And uh, it was an incredible experience and um, I was very grateful for it. And uh, I, we're going to do it again. We're going to try to do this again here in March to do some of the final detailing. And then our grand opening is June 15th, which is, we unveil the madness that is my mind to the world. So look out, world. When in March do you think? Because we have the the uh, show in Georgia that you're definitely coming. I'm not to. going. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be at the yeah. Atlanta show, guys. Get that into your thick skulls. Not going to happen. Izzy, that's and just to make no, sure you, you I have, have dates. It's the 16th through the 18th. <laughs> I have no. I, I don't want just, you to confuse us with any other I, dates. I have first of all, I have the the workbench con, which I, looks like I'm getting roped into, and then I, which is next month, and then I also have a March, another March event for Lincoln coming up that I have to be at, which is just before the the. You know, funny story about Lincoln. They're they're not their headquarters, but their main distribution center and training center is is just down the road from me. You'll pass it going between my house where you'll be staying for the 16th through the 18th mm-hmm. and and the show. Uh, and you can stop in and do it a little. They got the whole setup there for training. It's it's nice. You can work out a little uh, you can work out a little gig while you're down here and, uh, you know, shoot a little video at their their place. It's really nice. Jody on occasion does that. Hmm. Izzy, all I'm saying, sleep over at Joel's. What are we talking about? <sighs> That sounds like amazing fun to me. Um, <laughs> Bring but, your own fire extinguisher. But like Joel and yourself, Mike, I have a ton of responsibility, and my responsibility dictates that I take care of those responsibilities. And, and well, that- if if you think for one second that we aren't going to break your balls about this the whole time, you haven't been paying attention for the last. I, I'm going to call you up from the show floor if you're not. I there. know you are. <laughs> I, I can, I, I'm still going to break. Your I balls. completely understand, and I'm going to turn my phone off for the entire um, point. You know, the entire show. So we'll be all right. Uh, I'd say we'd, we'd find another way to communicate, but you're in the middle of nowhere. I would send a carrier pigeon. I guess would be the only other way. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Tony freaking Rulo is going to be there. I know. I mean, what what kind of superstar power are you going to do? I, I'm going to. I bet you. I bet you even Jimmy Duresta would make an appearance. No, I have. I have plans for Jimmy. Out. I don't think he's coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, there's a very good chance that can't talk about it. Uh, no, I can. <laughs> there's a very good chance that Jimmy and I will be in um, in a. Bradford, Illinois, at the same time the event is going on. And that's as much as I can say, but um, let me tell you, boys and girls, it's going to be a wild ride. Mm. 
Well, I'm excited for you and, and saddened for your soul because it's going to rot after you see all the fun folks. and. No, I, I don't mind. Oh, it's not. He's, he'll be there. It's I don't mind. Right. He I'm will not going to be there, and I don't mind missing a little bit of fun from time <laughs> to time. So. <laughs> The only and, and you like letting on even a little bit that this actually is giving you a hard time is just the worst thing. You well, can be you doing. know, <laughs> the nice thing about it is, guys, I understand how these things work. Like a month ago, it was the Prius, and that's abated. That's that's kind of gone. It's gone. It's you know, um, it's way of the ghost. And uh, no, no, I've been making a list of jokes. Oh, you have. Well, I'm good. Good, yeah. because you should start sharing some. I'm starting to feel like I've been kind of left out here or left in the lurch. So I think that maybe it's something you shouldn't talk about. But I did. I will tell you that my the guy, the gentleman I hired, Jim, um, uh, who runs the CNC, he'll be my shop guy, the guy that's going to run the shop. Uh, he's awfully funny. Like today we went down to uh, B&B for lunch, and uh, we're both big fellas. Jim's, Jim's um, not quite my stature, but close. And he's a big fella. And we both jump out of this Prius and there's like three skinny guys jumping out of a big pickup <laughs> truck walking up behind us. And the, the confusion on their faces is, is it's priceless. It is absolutely worth driving the Prius. I mean, I, I could not be more happier when I you see me and Jim step out of a vehicle and these guys look at the car and then they're, they're just like, oh, it's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's a surreal experience. I highly recommend it. I have a picture of uh, my buddy Zach, who was a car dealer, and he had gotten a smart car on the lot, and he bought the smart car for himself, and he brought it into my shop and parked it next to the table saw. And, and I can tell you that my shop at the time was 1,500 square feet, and it was just a bay. You know, those bays that people set up with the little sure. cubicle of an of a office. And it was, I still have a photo of it sitting next to like the chop saw and table saw, like nestled between everything else. It, it was a, it was a very funny, uh, juxtaposition. So tiny itty bitty car. I, I'm getting, I think well, I'm going to trade this one in for a black one. Cause I want to oh, look, yeah. you want it to be more I manly. I want to look cool. Right. <laughs> You know, go f- go right. from blue to black. You should get some. You should get some nice thirteen-inch rims. <laughs> I think that would be good. <laughs> um, Going big. You could get them off of. I mean, there's there's got to be a couple of John Deere lawnmowers up there. You could take a set. So off. anyway, those for everybody that came up this this last week. Thank you so much. It's made such a huge difference. It's kind of rocketed rocketed us into. Um, um, what we're at now, which is production mode. Next week, we start our first um, our first run of uh, furniture for uh, Green Gables. We're doing a, a new line designed by Tim McClellan. So we'll be seeing seeing out a bunch of parts and you know building tables and sofa tables and side tables and door frames and uh, we're getting we're getting set up for that this week and I'm running files for that this week and uh, this week I swore I was going to get a video out on YouTube since it's literally been seven and a half weeks since I put something out and it's it's time to get back into the game on that. Um, and I didn't, of course. But um, I tomorrow tomorrow we're doing some prep working, taking a couple or taking a couple loads of uh, of material for the for the next couple of weeks, and then Saturday and Sunday I have set aside for nothing but you know social media and video stuff. So. You will see a video from me soon, I promise. And they keep coming. I literally have a list of 124 videos that I'd like to get out this year. So, huh? 
Well, so far you're off to a stellar start. Yeah, I mean the, the first one's already almost over, and I haven't done one this year, so yeah, I'm doing great. You're you're um, well, and- you're squandering the the you know you're you're above your four thousand you know hours threshold. Oh, and it's right. So you know, that's right. Oh, we, so yeah, that was our topic for tonight. Yeah, it was. We should we should probably talk about that. So, <laughs> oh, the the hey, the show notes on this are going to be YouTube. And how we didn't talk about YouTube, right? Nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, no. Let's let's save that. Let's talk about. I want to hear a little bit more details about Izzy's shop and everything for t- next week. All right. So, and then we can we can still ruffle feathers about YouTube. So stuff. this is so this week uh, is burn it down, build it up, and YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So. Awesome. Wow. That's uh, awesome. Said without irony. <laughs> <laughs> right. But all right. Yeah. Well, we we're coming up on the hour mark, so um, I you know I, I'm not really sure if you guys want to uh, save some of this for the next episode, which I'm sure we'll be recording in a few days, but um, or I, you know like Monday night to go out Monday night. <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'll tell you what I'm excited that we we uh we talked a little about about my life and the weirdness that it is, mm-hmm. and um I'm excited to hear about Izzy's next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am I'm very excited to hear the conclusion of your saga, Mike. <laughs> that that unfortunately we can't we can't talk about quite yet. Yes. And then uh, and then so I'm going to say good night, everybody. Yes. And I would like to, uh, as we finish up, we always you know give thanks. And uh, I would also like to say, even though I come off sounding ungrateful and like a dick sometimes, and by sometimes I mean pretty much all the time, but. Um, yeah, the community that we are plugged into, uh, particularly, you know, just, you know, the guys that we have, um, they are, the the support and love that you can get from that group of people has, uh, I have never needed it up to this point. You know, fortunately, there's never been a need for me to reach out to, or, you know, even, even mention something I need help with, because I know that, you know, there'd probably only be one or two, because I'm an asshole. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the, to see that and be a member of that and be able to be part of that um, outpouring and, you know, just support system for so many people. And, you know, I mean, not even just the, the tragedies, just like, uh, hey, does anybody know what size, you know, uh, nut driver goes in this thing? You know, I mean, just, just the most random stuff. I mean, it's um, I, I am the two years now I've been a member of, you know, some of these online groups and actually sort of turned social media into something other than just, you know, shitting on each other about your uneducated political views. Um, you know, that, that community has been just uh, an amazing thing to witness and also be a part of. Um, it's, I brag about it to people who don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And I don't even care when they get glass eyed and look at me like, why are you still, why are you still talking about that? I'm so proud of Um, you right now, Mike. You have no idea. Oh, yeah, you've you've well, grown up so much <laughs> since <laughs> since forty three minutes ago. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, I mean it's it's absolutely true. I mean it's you know these these guys are. I mean even just the the smallest thing, just people that you know send messages to us over this over this radio show. You know, just encouraging. Hey, you know, thanks for your ba and you know, all that stuff, and and people that just reach out to you. I mean, like I said, when I've, I I got online one day and made a comment about, uh, you know, I I was uh, having a rough day and was feeling kind of down. And I had, I mean, 15 messages within like five minutes of, you know, hey, man, what's going on? Here's my cell phone number. Call me if you need anything. Um, I was going to, I was going to message you and tell you about that rough day that I had once. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, uh, you know, just I'm, I'm 
I'm constantly amazed by it. I'm I'm constantly overwhelmed by it, and uh, you know, and, I, and honestly, I hope there. I hope the day never comes where I actually need the support of that community, you know, because it's uh, it, it seems to be, you know, in that way, you know, not not necessarily just the uh, the nut driver, but uh, you know, what is the you know when when, when you actually when you actually have something very life shaking and altering. Um, you know, I, hopefully I'll never need that. But, uh, you know, I, it's nice to know when the day comes, it's available, you know, and it's just um, so, yeah, that that that, that maker community and the people, the, the friends that we've found sort of in these online social groups and and uh, just even being able to meet you guys and, you know, what it's created for us. Just even with this, this, you know, this, this silly little thing we do is, is very I mean, it's entertaining for me. I love doing it. I love having conversations with you guys. I love plus you know, I like sitting here completely naked. At least oh, for an hour. Goes without saying. But, uh, yeah, getting messages from you guys throughout the week and just kind of bullshitting back and forth. I mean, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, it's, um, you know, I, so, again, while I, I break balls and, I, you know, give people hard times about things. But, uh, I mean, I don't want you to think for a second uh, I'm, I, I miss any of the absolute joy that all these people bring. And, and um, you know, I, I'm painfully aware uh, of how lucky I am to have stumbled into this thing. So, because, you know, it, it, I, I was pretty sure I didn't belong at one point, and now I'm absolutely sure I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it was it wasn't so, one in 24 chance, Mike, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Um, so, but yeah, so just uh, for all of you guys that are listening and all the people that, you know, when you – when you do reach out and, you know, you do send your messages and, and you know, you do, um, you know, take the time to communicate and, and just keep in touch and, and stay in front of people and, you know, look for bears for kids who's lost them in fires. I mean, that's, you know, I, that they're for 48 hours. That, that friggin' bear is the only thing I saw on Facebook. I mean, it was just everywhere. Everybody was sharing it. Everybody was asking questions about it just nonstop. So, and that's that's a very powerful you know it's a very powerful support network to have and and people are jumping over each other to be the one that helps you know and that's you don't see that in places and that's you know so yeah I, I'm definitely I'm, I'm aware of how wonderful it is yeah. and, and don't don't take it for granted even though I'll shit on I've, you any chance I get. I, I, I want to add something here and I've said this a thousand times before and you guys will hear it a thousand times again the the maker the maker type folk the creative people the community that we are involved in are the most generous type of people that there are on the planet. And we are so fortunate to be a, um, a part of that group in, in whatever way we can be. And you guys rock. Thank you so much for everything you do. Even Mike. Well, take it easy. Let's not, <laughs> yeah, I'm let's not, not diminish I'm not gonna, the rest of the group by adding me to that. I'm not going to list the number of awesome things that have happened to me this week, but I can tell you, that a number of them came from the maker community and uh it's it's been a it's been a hell of a ride and i hope to uh you know i just i want a whole bunch of hugs when i see folks next at whatever next gathering it is because it's a it's a good place to be it's a good community these are people that are looking to build and create and with that comes a certain personality typically uh one that sees you know the positivity in life and that you can you can find, uh, you know, something to learn from them and it makes your life a little better each time you talk to them. And, uh, and yeah, so it's, I'm always excited to hear from people and to see what they're doing. And I am, uh, I'm so glad 
that that we came together too as a podcast because it's, I I'm getting a little mushy here because it it's a uh, it's funny how things quickly can change and this is a uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the week. Mine too. I missed you so, guys last week, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, HR told us that we had this PTO carryover, so we had to well, use it. So it's not our fault. Now, that's not exactly the story. HR told us we had to do sexual harassment training this week, <laughs> which all th- all three of us blew I was going to say, I failed we, that well, test. Cause, so. I, why? Because we're, we, we weren't good enough at it? <laughs> was that the biggest problem? <laughs> hey, guys, this uh, your game is a little bit light. So Welcome to the non-PC podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, listen, it, it, this is your first time tuning in. <laughs> well, we'll miss you. Good luck with that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, but anyway, gentlemen, uh, what can we, uh, anybody you want to talk about, promote, say anything uh, other of I have like I 15 know. guys I want to talk about, but we'll do that next week. Um, I want to say. Yeah, we should probably have a show. We'll, we'll cover that in uh Maybe we'll get to the YouTube changes. That yeah, yeah, that that might happen. That happen. Oh. <laughs> that might be useful. All right. No, I want I, I want to I, uh, I want to do I want to I want to say thank you to you guys to both of you. I, I mean, we haven't done this before, and um, I'm I'm proud to be on this podcast with you guys. Um, you know, I, I'm grateful for your friendship and the things that you guys do in the community and, and the people that you are. Um, it, it helps me to define who I am these moments that I get to spend with you. It's a pretty powerful thing. So thank you for that guys. Thank you. Well, thank you, sir. That was very sweet of you to say. And on that note, I, I don't know how to take compliments. (laughs) (laughs) Even, even when you say thank you, you're, it's like, it's like, okay, what's the next sarcastic? Right, right. It's, well, no. Yeah, I mean, that, if it I, helps, there's got to be a way to blow this up. Is all if I'm it helps, about. Mike, I was thinking about you wearing a speedo and and a, a you know a cutoff oh. T-shirt that was you know about belly height. So, so much quivering flesh. Oh no, you've I lost thirteen. A, that makes you've lost thirteen pounds. We didn't get to talk about that, and I think we should talk about that next week. That, oh also, my! That my, makes five, me, my six day fast. Yeah, six that, days that, without that, food. That, you maniac. Yeah, well, I'm actually crazy. down. I'm actually down about twenty two from the beginning of the year. But yeah, I've lost uh, about thirteen in the last. You know, you lose uh, you lose another eight more or so, and then you're in the running for pool boy. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly exactly what I've gained since um, the begin. Well, not since the beginning, since I moved here to Traverse City area and haven't had a kitchen. So I, it's funny that you've lost twenty two, well, and I gained. Okay, it. I wasn't going to tell everybody this because people keep asking what's the real reason. But if anybody's actually listened to the show this long, you deserve a little nugget. So I'll go ahead and I'll say. So I was reading an article online the other day, and it said, um, "Every thirty pounds you lose adds about an inch to your junk." That's, so, that's a pretty accurate. So they, they the men's men's health so, says every ten pounds you gain a quarter inch. Yeah. So I just I was like, yeah. Food. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, everything I look at just doesn't look like it's going to taste that good. <laughs> so it's, I'm, I'm done. So yeah, if anybody asks, it, it, there'll be all kinds of posts online about why you know why I did what I did, but that's the answer. Mike, so, it is <laughs> amazing how you can go from one podcast to this really deep emotional. You know, even Milad, even, even um, you know, personality to the next week, which is 
exactly the opposite of that. So. <laughs> I can do it in the same pocket. I'm the same guy. I'm, I'm both people all at the same time. So it's just, uh, yeah, that's that's not hard multiple, for me. That's, that gear change is easy. Multiple personality <laughs> so, syndrome. Or something. Maybe. But uh, All right, guys. Well, bastards. Joel, uh, love you, brother. And, Thanks, uh, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm glad to see that you're on your feet and telling jokes and sharing stupid memes again. So that's, Yeah, um, it, it is good, Joel. It'll come slow. And don't think just because your house burned down, you're getting out of that back rub. There's no way I'm letting you off the hook. Uh, buddy, you're going to shave, but I'm All right, cool. Mm, God. What were we talking about? Sorry, <laughs> I was just drifting. <laughs> so... All right, gentlemen. Well, listen, uh, thank you, guys. Um, Izzy, congratulations on Swan Dive, getting that thing uh, almost up and thank running. You. I'm excited to see the video that's not coming oh, yeah. about the before and after. Right. <laughs> All right, yeah. I got to do it this Dick. weekend. This and weekend, I, guys, I, I look promise. forward to seeing you in March. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wait, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, wait on that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, you know what? I have a birthday coming up. Ooh, 25 all over again. Nice. Mm -hmm. you, you could get a video from Izzy Swan. Oh, God. I need that in my life. Yeah, you do. <laughs> anyway. All right, boys. Well, listen. Uh, have a fantastic night, everybody. Thank you so much for, for listening. Uh, hit us up on the uh, Instagrams, uh, Facebooks, Twitters, uh, at, at Maybe Podcast. We're at MaybeIsaidTooMuch.com. Questions, comments, concerns. Uh, butt picks, those all go to Izzy. But uh, send them all in, baby. We got I'm you. But uh, thanks again for everything. Full Monty's okay too. Just saying. <laughs> That's for uh, Patreon. Uh, oh, right. Forgot. Oh, Sorry. Okay, Sorry. no, we're good. We have to donate. We'll figure it out. But uh, good night, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good night. Bye.